0: Sorted listeners, welcome back to the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that's me, and my good friend, uh, Kyra Morrison, which is me. Lovely. Awesome. We're doing it. Back in again. Back into uh, episode nine? Nine now, Yes,
1: we? we are nine, and this is the episode that we've known was coming for a long
0: time now. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, we're almost at double digits, man We're getting oh, yeah. there. We're sticking it out, it's good, I like it uh, We've got a lot to talk about this week uh, Well, one big thing to talk about this week Which I'm sure you're all not surprised that we're going to be talking about Oh boy, oh, it's oh, a big thing Oh yeah, <laughs> vast would be a good word to describe it Infinite we'll get- even mm, We'll get to that soon uh, Well, let's, uh, let's kick things off and uh, get straight into it this week with what we've been playing, what we've been playing. This this is where you've got the lion share this week, Joel. I do. I've played a lot of. You've I've been like dipping your week.
1: finger and all the little, little,
0: um, sauce things and just yeah, sampling a bit of everything. Just just a little bit of everything. It's uh, it's good. A good broad range of stuff that I've been playing. So, um, oh, I'll kick it off then. I'll, I'll jump into it. Um, so first of all, I last week I picked up. The first episode of uh, Batman: The Telltale Series. Uh, just on a whim, I was arming and arguing about it for a while. I was like, "Oh, do I? And so I?" I thought I'll just buy the first episode, and if I like it, then I might either buy the season parts, or I'll just buy each episode as they come out because that's, you know, nine bucks every, however fucking long it is between episodes with telltale who knows these days
1: see that's literally what i did with game of thrones like when game of thrones came out the telltale one yep i was like do i buy it as a full thing or do i just try the first episode and see how i go yeah and i ended up buying the first episode and then buying a season pass
0: yeah well like i mean you save a little bit of money with the season pass but like that's up front like nine dollars every every now and then that's also not a bad deal oh yeah definitely so I'm probably going to end up doing that because I really liked it. Um, I'm not going to go into anything spoilery with the episode or anything like that, um, but it's it's good. I mean, it's classic Telltale. Uh, the cool quick-time event combat stuff is really interesting as well. It's really fun. Um, it's the first time I've played a Telltale game, I'm pretty sure, on a console. I actually really? Yeah. I just was thinking about that then. I think it's the first time. So that was interesting, uh, getting... Adjusted to that um, But yeah it was, it was a lot of fun uh, Troy Baker does a A decent job as Batman um, He's Batman now? Yeah He's Batman he was, in this he's, He was Joker in Arkham Origins yep. He's he's swapping sides man Oh jeez What a traitor Yeah uh, So yeah He's, uh, he's uh, the Titular Batman uh, He's great as Batman um, As Bruce Wayne He's a little There's a little bit Something missing It Because it, it, it's you know it's Troy Baker, so you're like, okay, cool. um And hearing him play such a straight laced kind of character, I guess you could say, as uh, as Bruce Wayne is is different. But it's good, like it's not bad. I mean, it's it's you have to sort of search far and wide to try and find something bad that Troy Baker's done. I mean, say what you want about like the games themselves, but his performances are usually pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, Travis Willingham plays Harvey Dent. Great, of course he does. Great, really fucking good. He's probably my favourite of uh, of the characters in the series because it's a different kind of Harvey Dent. Um, is Laura Bailey a there at all? Uh, Yes, Laura oh. Bailey is Catwoman. <laughs> Selena Kyle. Uh, so, yeah, you got the, the, the holy trinity of, of voice actors
1: right there. I love that, like, essentially my three favourite anime voice actors are now in
0: video games. It makes yep. me so happy yep and they're all like they're all really i mean they're all solid from their their previous histories and uh and works uh but yeah so like obviously the voice acting is really good it's really great um the storyline so far what they've set up uh, and the way that the first episode ends is really cool and that's what hooked me i was like okay i want to see where this goes now i i, I want to you hooked me you've got me telltale i'll i'll, I'll bite um so yeah that's really interesting um the the bad things about the game they're still using that damn engine yeah that's what i was gonna
1: ask how does it run like look i mean I... as someone who played the game of thrones game on mm-hmm. console it for the most part was fine but there would be some occasions where the game would kind of stutter oh. or the
0: backgrounds would look really ugly and stuff like that yeah there is a lot of stutter there's a lot of uh there's a lot of chop a lot of chop with the game um so I mean, if you can get past that, I I didn't. It bothered me, but not in a like unplayable way. I just sort of accepted it. I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll move through. I just want to know what's happening in the storyline, and what's going on in the game. Um, it didn't really impact on the like, gameplay all that much. It was mainly in like sort of cut-scene-y areas where, it well, ironic, most ironically
1: problem. enough, it sounds like the, the console people actually got the better end of the stick this time.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've... it's. It wasn't, like I said, unplayable, um, but it is there. So if it's something that bothers you, it's it, it could put you off the uh, off the experience and maybe wait until the season's finished or I don't know. Um, but yeah, that engine, I mean, look, it was cool. Like when you saw Walking Dead, you're like, oh, this is a really interesting art style. I really like this. Um, it's super dated now. It's really dated. And I, I think they said that they've... They've tweaked it a little bit for, for Batman... And tried to make it a little bit more like... I can't remember the exact uh, comic artists' names... But a couple of like the, the Batman artists that they've uh had in the comics previously... They tried to make it sort of more akin to that. um, And it, it looks good... But it still looks a little janky and a little... Yeah, dated would probably be the best way to put it. I just think they need to overhaul it. But I don't think they're going to because they they've got an engine that works on everything and oh, they release their games oh. on everything so well you know works it in, mostly in works um you know it runs competently sometimes uh, on on everything like you know so it runs on mobile devices it runs on you know the everything it runs on the vita like for most of them obviously batman i think from going on in from now on telltale aren't going to release on the vita but um, you know, Walking Dead one and two and Wolf Among Us are both on there. Uh, are all on there? So, um, yeah. So they've got this this engine that works for them, uh, for the most part. I, I, they, they've got no real reason, and they know that everyone's going to buy their games because of the licenses that they've got involved and because of the high pedigree that they set with the Walking Dead. So, I don't know. I can Tell see where they're coming from. Has
1: they kind of have been enjoying that sort of hype for the last few years, haven't they, with their games?
0: Yeah. I think the shine's starting to wear off a little bit. They've had a couple of little misses. Like, I mean, from what I heard, Minecraft wasn't great. Um, I'm still sort of interested in playing it. Um, Game of Thrones was okay, like, for the most part. But I think, like, for me personally, I really feel like they peaked with Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands was excellent. And that's not just me being a, a massive Borderlands fan. I mean, that obviously heightened the experience a lot but it that's just great the the writing in that game was just on point and i'm pretty sure that's the last thing anthony birch did before he left um gearbox which makes sense because he's he's great he's really funny um regardless of what you think of him he's, he's i really enjoy his writing um but yeah i don't know it's it's good uh if so if you're interested if you're a batman fan i mean obviously you've probably already checked it out um if you haven't Go and go and give it a look it's it's worth a look at least um I like what they're doing with it and I like the way that you can sort of shape your own batman uh gives you these sort of options that sort of makes you sort of step into the uh into the caped bat's shoes and uh and see how he goes and and sort of shape your own version of what you see Batman as whether they're Dudley do right do everything do gooder or um vigilante justice, no holds barred, um, symbol of the night, I don't know, uh, it's good, it's worth it, and I'm interested to see where they go with the story, so, um, so I've played, I played that, that was, like, one day of my week, um, I also picked up Axiom Verge for the Vita, well, it's cross-buy for Vita and PS4, but I'm playing it on the Vita, uh, while I watch TV, normally, um, Axiom Verge is a... Uh, Metrovania style game uh, by I think his name Thomas or something I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It's really bad at me. Um, is is an indie game it got released I think earlier this year last year. I'm pretty sure it was last year. Yeah. Last year it might have been yeah. Um, released on PC this year I think, uh, and the Vita version came out recently as well. And I think it's, the
1: Wii U version may be around the corner as well.
0: Yes, I think so. Um, they, they've been demoing it a lot at some of the the uh, the cons around America. So uh it's really it's a, it's excellent. It's really really good. Um it's scratching that sort of metroidvania itch I had sort of sitting there for me. Um the storyline's really interesting. The the character art's really awesome. Some of the the designs of some of the enemies and some of the characters you meet are really really cool. I just saw one tonight cuz I'm getting close to the end of the game. Um as far as I know. And there was this really cool moment where I saw this big character uh, for the first time and it looked awesome. I sort of, sort of wandered back and forth across the screen to sort of check it out constantly. Um, so that was really, really awesome. Uh, the thing I
1: liked most about Axiom Verge, especially in the boss fights, was as you got further, like the bosses got noticeably larger.
0: Oh, yeah. There's that one that's in that like that chamber that's like four times the size of the screen normally. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and it like dramatically zooms in when you're going for that, that, that final part of the, the fight. Oh, it's really cool. Um, so, yeah, it's really, really awesome. Uh, the weapons are really cool, all the power-ups, and the fact that, like, it uses glitches, essentially, in the game. Um, so there are, like, glitched areas that you can go into that are sort of, like, almost like mirror world versions of some of the parts of the, the level or part of the the map that you've played. I noticed that well, it was, like, this seems familiar, but it's just, like, the enemies are harder um, and there's no, like, save points, essentially, in between. Uh and when you die you go back out to that the the start of that area or back to your your last save point which could be, you know, anywhere. Um But yeah, it's really, really awesome. I, I'm I'm highly enjoying that. I'm, like I said, I'm nearly finished the game. Uh I'm probably about like sixteen or seventeen hours in it. Uh that's mainly because I've gotten lost about four or five times. I was
1: gonna um, say that's something that I definitely noticed with that game. Like it maybe it's the level design, maybe it's not but there would be, would be parts where i just i'd be wandering along going where where the hell am i going yep. like i and like that sure that happens in other metroidvanias but i feel like it happened a lot to me in axiom verge
0: yeah i like you know and i, I was like i know i'm not the greatest gamer but i'm not this dumb like I, what am i missing and then eventually like i'll i'd I either put it down for a couple of hours and play something else or I'll, um continue to bash my head against a brick wall and i'd eventually go oh okay cool this is where i was supposed to go cool and then I'd, I'd progress and then sometimes even I'd progress for like another five minutes and then hit another wall and go, all right, well, back to square one. I thought I was making progress, but I'm not. Um, so, yeah, I, that's a definite down point. I guess, well, it's not even a down point, I guess. If you You like just that make kind it frustrating, thing. really. Yeah, yeah. If you like that kind of thing, like, you know, trying to really sort of put your nose to the grindstone and figure out what you're doing, then you'll love Axiom Verge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like it, the game, uh, the uh, the music's really awesome as well, um, from what I've heard of it, because I've sort of been playing it on low, because I've been playing it while my wife's been watching Gilmore Girls, um, so that's been fun, uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting, it's on sale at the moment as well, for I think like $13 on the PSN, um, it's also on Steam, uh, well, it was yeah. on
1: sale on PC as well. Don't forget on the weekend
0: for <clears throat> the 30th anniversary of Metroid. Aha! Yes, it was. We'll get to that in a second. You, you've got that. You've got that. Those bases covered, man. Oh man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, that's that's kind of all I've got to say about it. It's just a really solid game. Um, lots of content in it, especially if, yeah, if you're like me and got lost constantly. Um, and the last game I've been playing this week, which I only just picked up yesterday uh, as part of the latest humble bundle, which is a survival all ba- like games based around survival so it's got things like rust in it and a couple other things as well uh, space engineers um, but it came with a game called uh, Tharsis which I'd heard about uh, previously well, a couple months ago now a few months ago I'd heard about it. um and Tharsis is a I, I guess you could say like a rogue, like almost like it's a, it's a permadeath. Uh, each run takes about twenty minutes. It's kind of like FTL mixed with a board game, uh, a particular board game that I've played called uh, Elder Sign, which involves you rolling dice and assigning those dice to try and achieve tasks. Uh, and that's basically what the game is. You, you're 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 in charge of a, a crew aboard a ship on towards Mars, uh, and you're trying to get there and uncover the mystery after each day you get a little bit more of the storyline. Um, and, yeah, so you roll dice and try and overcome these challenges that happen, uh, which is usually things exploding in your ship, so you try and roll dice and uh, make up enough uh, in the value amounts on the dice that you roll to overcome those tasks. And you replenish your dice by making food by one of the, mm-hmm. the certain modules on the ship is you can... Uh, roll dice, and if you roll doubles or like multiples of the same dice, you can regain food, which then you can give back to your crew members, which means they have, um, they get more dice. But what but if they so, don't
1: show? What if you What if you don't have the food?
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is where this game gets really interesting. So the, the food mechanic is a, a big part of it. Apart from like you know maintaining upkeep on your ship and trying to maintain some other resources as well that you have. um, but yeah, you need that food so you can replenish those dice and roll bigger numbers because the more you go on, the, uh, the challenges you have to overcome have quite higher values. So you need more dice, obviously. Uh, more people with more dice so you can like sort of uh, pincer attack it and attack it with more than one person sometimes. But if you run out of food, the game gives you an option. So the tutorial of the game is you play as two of the crew members. Uh, and at the end of the tutorial, they both die. Uh, something goes wrong, and they both die, and then you start the game, and that's where you start from each time you start a new run, is um, you have four crew members, uh, and they go, they establish the fact that these two people had died, one of them got jettisoned in the space, the other one died on the ship, uh, that person's body's lying around, so when you run out of food, it asks you if you would like to resort to cannibalism. Uh, so you can use the body parts or the, the, the meat left over from the body, the corpse that you have left there of one of your fellow crew members, and you can feed it back because, hey, they've got to complete their mission somehow, uh, and you've got to do what it takes to survive, so why not uh, resort to cannibalism? Well, hey, man, uh, no one's judging anyone in space. Like, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, they've got to they gotta get to the thing. I wrote on our notes, I wrote, you know... Uh, a uh, part of a few other things I try and get to Mars by keeping crew alive repairing systems with dice rolls and I wrote in caps and fucking cannibalism parentheses metal as fuck um cause it's crazy cause it, yeah and it's really it's it's makes you feel uncomfortable every time you do it you don't want to do it uh obviously cause you know it's cannibalism um and when you do that it drops uh it permanently drops the health of the person you feed that that meat to by one uh, but and you don't get as much dice back. Um, but yeah, and as the game goes on, you, you lose crew members as well, and that meat can be those bodies can be processed into meat again, essentially, and you can use them to replenish the dice as well. But obviously, you're you're a crew member down, so your chances of survival are, are much slimmer. Uh, but it also gives you an option, if you run out of that of of corpses to feed back to your crew it gives you the option to kill one of your crew members so you can replenish the meat so you can get through the final stretch essentially so if you're in, like the last couple of rounds you might you know well what's one crew member i only need one person to make it through people's got to eat man people got to eat yep uh it's it's bleak it's a bleak game um but i love it i i played it for about 2 or 3 hours tonight um i could ju- literally before we started recording tonight i've just finished my first run on easy because the game is super hard um, obviously because it's based around dice rolls so there's a lot of RNG involved um, but I love that kind of thing I'm a sucker for a dice game um, and these kind of dice games especially in, in, in board game world uh, so to see I have like a sort of a digital version of it so I can play by myself um, it doesn't take much to run uh, on my PC uh, it's also out on PS4 as well and I think it's on sale at the moment as well for about $12 yeah, yeah it's in the digital Sale, yeah, I'm pretty sure. that Digital sale is excellent at the moment. It's been really good. like it's part really one was good. brilliant and part two is just as good. Yeah, I didn't even realise they added more stuff to it until I looked at it the other day and that's why I bought Axiom Verge. Um, I'm gonna pick up Shadow Complex as well, I think. Uh, but yeah, Tharsis is excellent. I uh, if you if you like those kind of like push your luck dice rolling games, um, it's not even push your luck, if you like those, those like sort of dice rolling games, uh and like crew management as well. Uh, which I'm not a huge fan of But for some reason I really loved FTL um, So if you like FTL And you like you know to add a little bit of a Randomness to your And a bit of chance to your FTL Tharsis is for you You know um, if
1: FTL wasn't hard enough for you
0: Yeah exactly Well I mean hey at least I finished a run in Tharsis I've never finished a run in FTL um, I go back to that game Every now and then and I'm just like I really like it, I play it for a week and I go like, I fucking hate this game, why do I play this game I'm just it's not tight. making any progress, um, but yeah, check out Tharsis. It's really good. That's that's been my week. Current, uh, what about you? Well, uh, pull up, pull up a chair, pull up, pull up some cushions because it's uh, <laughs> Here we time go. for a
1: seat in the Metroid corner. Yep, because obviously this weekend it was the 30th anniversary of Metroid, which you know we'll talk more about later. Um, I've played, aside from the big one, like the big game, which isn't Metroid related. We've we both played. Yep, I have played. I played Metroid Zero Mission, right. which is uh, it, it's me- the very first Metroid game, basically remade for Game Boy Advance, uh, much more playable than the original. As much as I love Metroid, like the first game, if you try and play that these days, you're probably going to get your ass kicked. Yep. Between like the lack of map, how easy it is to get lost, generally having lower health, and just it's a game that has not aged well. So if you're curious about playing the very first Metroid Adventure, I would absolutely recommend Zero Mission. It's on the virtual console on right. the Wii U, so definitely U, look it? into it. Yeah. Cool. Um, probably my favorite part about that, actually, is the... Because the game's pretty easy. It's not too tough, like which is fine. You know, it's all good. Yep. But they, they add a really cool like Zero Suit Samus part to the end, which is just really great, and I love it. That's cool. Yeah. It was actually... I'm pretty sure it's the first time she was playable, like... So you know it was cool, awesome. Um, But of course, after I finished that, I had to follow it up with Super Metroid. Classic, ten out of ten best game ever made in my books. Classic. If you want to make a video game, like obviously don't follow Super Metroid steps because your game may not meant may not meant to be be a Metroid game. But just (laughs) look at that game; it's so damn good. Atmosphere for its time, soundtrack, controls a little bit, you know, janky. Especially going from zero mission, which I would say, controls better in my eyes. But Super Metroid just just knocks it out of the park in every other area. Gameplay, environment, music, bosses, story. Mm -hmm. Oh, So those were the two games that I played on the weekend. And then I I decided to save the next one until Monday when I had like a full day off. Right. I downloaded Project AM2R, which I'm pretty sure stands for Another Metroid 2 Remake. Right, If you've been following the news this week, you've probably seen it's been sort of controversially all over the place. It's yeah. currently down on the official blog, where, they, where the developers hosted it for download. You can't get it from there. I'm sure there are like backdoors you could go through, like maybe torrents or something, but I'm not Surely. here to say
0: that. Surely plenty of shady backdoor deals you could do.
1: Yeah. The only thing that's interesting is we don't really know the situation surrounding it being pulled down besides the DMCA takedowns, but according to the developer, like they haven't received a cease and desist letter, so it's a weird situation. Really? But, um, but yeah, so that, that much like Zero Mission, takes a really important Metroid game <coughs> sorry, and makes it playable. And again, Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. If you kind of go back and play it, you can see it's really hard to see like on that black and white grayscale. scale the Samus model's really big for the time so exploration's really tricky mm-hmm. again with this, the lack of real easy save points and all that sort of stuff it, it's a tough game to play yeah but this, this fan remake actually does it in the style of Zero Mission straight down to like the 16-bit sort of visuals and, and like new soundtrack and it even adds new bosses and it adds a sort of a scan feature in yeah. a way to appeal to Metroid Prime um so that basically you enter a new area or maybe fight a boss and it'll you'll get an option to, you know, press the start button and you'll get like a nice little lore dump about the area you're in or like how like the boss that you're fighting maybe some hints at a weak point, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Some people don't really like it. But, you know. I I actually enjoyed reading some of it. It's a shame not all of it's canon and that this yeah. sort of game
0: is in a weird grey area. But it's- it's cool that they had that that scanner element in it too because it it's not out of place because as you said that's that's a key feature in the in the Prime trilogy so it kind of makes sense you know to have something like that in there but
1: yeah definitely like because the scan visor I would you can only imagine that a suit that high tech has you know a scanning function built into it Especially even if it if was like introduced in Prime like it ha- you have to assume it was there previously
0: yeah, for someone who's like you know going planet to planet and, you know, exploring these uncharted areas, essentially. Um, yeah, surely there's some sort of, you know, get a bit of information about the lay of the land, where you're, you're headed. Yeah, exactly. So
1: that was basically the biggest chunk of my week. Um, I spent a good day on that game. It's so good. If you want to see the infamous story of, of uh, Samus on SR388 against the, the freaking Queen Metroid, then... Try and find that game and play player it, because it's really, it's actually really important to the Metroid story. So, yeah, to see it so playable is heartwarming. It's it's a shame that, again, legally Nintendo is in the right, you know, Absolutely, to protect yeah. their IP. But it's kind of a kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of a slap in the face too, considering they haven't done anything to celebrate the fact that it was the 30th birthday on the weekend. So it hurts. It does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, uh, but yeah. So apart from that, though, uh, you know that that little game. That little um, PS4 game that's also coming to PC came out. Oh, what's it called, Joel?
0: Um, oh, I don't know, man. Some some man's yeah, landscape? I don't know. Yeah, like, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, no Man's Sky came out. Of course, we're talking about No Man's Sky. Uh, oh, hotly anticipated title for PS4 and PC. Um, got announced, what it was like four years ago? Three years ago now? It's,
1: it's been a while now. Yeah. It's, I've seen it pop up at... Several of threes, and it always would bring up controversy about what the heck it was actually
0: going to be. Yeah, because we, it, I mean, even leading up to the game releasing, we still had no idea like what what it was going to entail. Well, especially um, like when the day before it, well, not even
1: like a couple of days before it came out, they were like, "Oh, by the way, here's the patch notes for the day one patch." And
0: it's like, "Whoa, you, yeah, the game is changing basically completely." I guess. Yeah, awesome. so I'll t- I'll touch on the, the we'll touch on the, that 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 day one patch and why that's so important soon, but if for some reason you've been living under a rock that's on another planet, in another solar system... Probably inhabited by weird, spore-like monstrosities. Yeah, oh, weird. Um, if you if you don't know anything about No Man's Sky, it is uh, a game by Hello Games uh, and the passion project I guess you could say, of of its uh, head of the company, Sean Murray, who is just He's just delightful. Can we just appreciate how delightful Sean Murray is? He's a cool dude. Have you been following him on Twitter, like for I, the last few days? Yeah, I have. He's just it's it's been joyous to watch. Like, he's over the moon with the fact that the the reception he's receiving to his game, good and bad. Um but yeah, so these these guys are a small, like I think eight, ten person studio that got picked up by Sony to to make this game. Um previously they made the Joe Danger series of games on like mobile and I think on uh, on the Vita and Playstation as well which are fun games they are really fun games but wow what a jump <laughs> nothing yeah nothing in the realm of uh of scope compared to No Man's Sky um so yeah as we were saying before that there, there was a day one patch that got released a couple of days before the game came out and the patch notes got uh released for that uh the reason for that is uh, some people got their hands on the game a little bit early. Um, there one person in particular who paid, I think it was like 1300 US dollars. A crazy amount to play yeah. that game early, that's for sure. Yeah, so he bought a copy of it off eBay or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Well, um, some,
1: apparently some retailers were selling early. You know, the old right. street date break. Yep, oh,
0: classic. We haven't had a good one of those in Australia for a while. No, no, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. We used live by those, um, but yeah. So this this guy played the game, uh, uploaded a bunch of footage about it on on YouTube. Basically, showed him getting because the whole point of the game is that you need to get to the center of the universe. Um, that's that's like the, the 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 goal. Obviously, there are many other things you can do in the process of getting there. Um, and in terms of the scope of the game, it could take you, well, you could never see it. You could potentially never see the the center of the universe if you, if you, so if you are so inclined, um, this person claimed to have reached the center of the universe, but uploaded everything about it, uh, on on YouTube and yeah, uh, Sean Murray took to to Twitter and to other outlets and said, look, that's, look, it's out there but please don't spoil it for yourself if you're planning on playing the game. It, and just dealt with it in the most... classy manner that I feel like he could ever do it. He wasn't, like, mad. He didn't send it like, to the attack dogs or didn't get all, like, snarky and funny and c- cool about it. He was just like, look, please don't spoil it for yourself. Like, this is... It just, it just reflected on the fact that he's put so much love in and time and blood sweat and tears into this game and that was for me, I was just like you are just a great person um, so yeah, they came out with a day one patch that they'd been working on which basically changed a whole bunch of stuff to the game and uh, deleted all progress uh, you needed to delete all your progress that you'd previously made in that game if you'd been playing it early uh, to access the, the day one patch and uh, there were some reviewers that weren't too happy about that I mean,
1: I did see some of it. like, I think for the most part, at least the, the more professional reviewers to, you know, to use those, that wanky terminology, um, they yep. seemed okay with it. They seemed to understand basically that, hey, look, like there was a reason this game hadn't had the review code sent out to reviewers. And turns out the reason was that the big patch was going to basically change the game. Yep. Really, not completely, but sort of
0: fundamentally alter its structure. Yeah, and and add things that sort of make it more the game that I think people, not even were expecting, but it sort of steers it in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. That's probably a good way to put it. I don't That's think we're way there way yet, but we're getting there. No, uh, the game isn't without flaws. Um, obviously, it's it's technologically it's a, a a marvel, and it's it's gorgeous to look at. It's really sometimes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just like pure nightmare fuel. Um, but yeah, well, what are your, what are your first thoughts from like booting it up and hitting square to initialize? And I was fucking confused. Yeah. Right. It just sort of dumped you on the planet and was just like, Hey,
1: fix your ship. And I was like, um, uh, yep. yep. How?
0: <laughs> yeah. It was, it, 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 it harkened back to those days of, I mean, I was a bit later to jumping on the Minecraft bandwagon, but you have to imagine this: what it was like for those people who who played Minecraft from the start, who were just thrown into a world, and it was like, all right, we need Holy wood, shit, man. How do I get wood? And they figured out
1: the opening I mean, step- of Minecraft, like before they put a tutorial in there. Yeah, just like getting plopped down in the world. Yep. Like step one in Minecraft is always dig a hole in the ground and just yep. let the first night
0: pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like I need wood. How do I get wood? I don't know maybe should punch a tree. All right, that works. Cool. Right. What do I do with the wood? Well, you need some weapons. All right, cool. And that, that, that sort of natural discovery leads to well, you learning how to play the game.
1: It was similar in this, like because they they yeah. put you
0: there and they're basically like, hey, you need to fix
1: your ship. You need this and this, and just by doing a bit of walking, you would find plutonium or whatever it was you needed. Yep. It was just wrapping my head around because there's so many, like just barely different things, like. Yeah. On the, like, even just under the red stuff, you've got plutonium and carbon and famium. And I always get the three confused
0: because I'm oh, yeah. dumb. You're like, oh, I've, got, I've got heaps of this stuff. Why can't I power my ship yeah, Oh, exactly. it's the wrong fucking one. Um, and, and the other interesting thing is, too, that this game has... What's the, the statistic on how much planets and things that are... The answer is too many. It has too many planets. It's So it is apparently, if you were to go to spend, I think, like 10 seconds on every planet that is in this universe, um, it would take you like 5.3 billion years or something. Sean Murray was
1: apparently saying that he, there's like nearly as of like a majority of the planets in this game will never be seen by a player.
0: Yeah. And that's like the concept of that is just awesome like that's so cool it's so uh, different and original like a lot of games offer you these sort of like you know illusions of of grandeur and illusions of scope and scale but they never really completely deliver on it this game if you look at it just from that pure aspect it delivers like you all when you spawn into the game you spawn on a planet that no one else will ever see like that planet is your planet essentially like that you no one else will see that planet Um, and it's it's crazy like it's crazy it it all runs perfectly and it's it's beautiful and like you said so you, you we've had some around. crashes so don't forget like crashes yeah. are definitely a thing but compared to a, like a game that is essentially always online compared to other games that have launched I mean Overwatch was probably the exception as well even that was a little bit it, for Blizzard it was good but it was still not perfect at launch Um, and with all these sort of games, like Destiny as well, Destiny had massive problems when it first launched, um, don't even talk about, like, Diablo 3 when that launched, uh, but it's, 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 like, I've, we've had a couple, I've had, like, maybe three hard crashes, like, crashes to the XMB. Well, that's the thing, like, again, this isn't against the game, but my very first time booting the game up,
1: I had a lock-up on Uh, the, um on, like, the splash screen for the developer, like, Hello
0: Games, is, like... Yep. Hello Games. Eh. Oh, I did I have had- one of those as well, actually, on the uh, the Havoc Engine one on that screen. Yeah. I have one of those as well. Um, but, yeah, so, like, you wander around, you're trying to find all this stuff, and it, it it's, it's drip-feeding you bits of information about... It's like, all right, cool, now you need this. It doesn't tell you where it is, um, so you go and find all this other stuff, and eventually you build you get enough stuff to build the stuff that you need to repair your spaceship. And then, then Karen. oh. So oh my God,
1: the best thing about this game, and this is like ignoring repetitive gameplay complaints that everyone will ever throw at it. Yep. The fact that I can get in my ship and I fly in my ship up into space mm-hmm. and I go, wow, holy shit, space looks so good. I want to go to that planet. Yep. and I put on my pulse booster and boost over there which can sometimes take a minute because the, you know, the systems are big. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's like, it, The like that's really fast. Like if I flew there, apparently sometimes it will take like an hour to cross from Somet- one planet to another. Sometimes
0: it just says indefinite. Like it, yeah. it doesn't give you a
1: time. It's like, exactly. yeah, it'll, you'll get there. But yeah, so like I can do that. I boost across another planet and I enter its atmosphere and I land on that planet and I just get out of my ship and go, that was fucking cool. Yep. Like, that's all the game had to do to sell it to me and I I it I never get sick of doing it. Like I could just fly from one planet to another and land and I'd be like, This is the closest I'll get.
0: Yep to doing this. Like And that was one of the things that was one of the draw cards from a lot of the trailers that we've seen. It was like, you know, that was like the thing that everyone talked about. It was like you can just jump in a sh- in your ship and fly off into space and then go land on another planet and it was it was seamless. Like uh and and doing it like you said, it never gets boring. It, it's always exciting. I I always I, feel cool when I'm doing it. Yep. I I was giggling the first time I did it, and just like going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! This is oh my god!" Um, my poor wife was asleep in the room, bed in the next room, and she must have been wondering what I was doing. Um, but ah, oh, it's just it's excellent. It's a really, really good game. It is the type of game that you will get out of this game what you put into it and what you what you want out of it. I think, not always, uh, with your expectations in check.
1: But I mean, we've said that, so we should probably let's let's reel it back in a bit. Let's reel it in. Yeah, yeah. So
0: gushed. Let's get (laughs) real
1: about it. And it's just it comes down to that. Not so much the gameplay, just one or two parts of it. I can see very are, are complaints going around about yep. the repetitive nature of the gameplay and how basically you're sort of doing the same thing from beginning to end, which yeah. is fine. Like if that that might put some people off, I can get that. But if you want to, you know, take it down to the line, like so many games are guilty of that. Really, absolutely. And I, it I isn't feel like a No Man's Sky problem.
0: No, 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 it's not. And I feel like this is masked. Like No Man's Sky is masked enough that if. It, it just feels different enough each time you do it like you're, you're scanning all these these like you know uh, creatures and plants and like elements and stuff on each planet um, and it's sort of the same thing over and over again but each time they're like you know like minute details are a little different and you notice that stuff and you're like oh my god that's different than the last one oh this one that creature has a horn on its head and it didn't before on the other planet it's a really completely different planet and completely different animal um I don't know. Like normally, I'm not a huge fan of like grindy stuff. It has to the, the the game itself has to be really good for me to like enjoy grinding through things. This doesn't feel like a grind to me at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, We're that's only the two thing, days into the game, so yeah. Well, the game, it, like, I'm not playing it this way because that would be too smart. Yeah, but but the game does feel like it's made. Like, you, you get home sit down, you're like, I'll play an hour of No Man's Sky, Yeah, like, I'll fly to this planet, I'll do some mining, etc. It's like, it, I don't think it's really designed for you to sit down and play for like a five, six hour session like I had been doing and I've yeah. been having fun.
0: And that's the thing, I don't, I, like, it, that's the beauty of this game is you can do that, that sort of like, you know, relaxation, sit down, switch off, fly to a planet, just fuck around for an hour and then turn it off and go to bed or watch some Netflix. Like, you can do that, but you can play it for six. Five six hours straight, and still enjoy it. Like it's still got that. It's got that classic, like dangling the carrot in front of you. It's like, all right, now you've got to this planet. Now you can find this kind of stuff. Now you can build this thing. Oh, what about this thing over here? Oh, okay, cool. I want to know more about that. Oh, there's a thing over there. I'm gonna go look at that thing over there. It there's enough of that that you could just fall into an endless loop of just playing this game forever. Um, yeah, I like I haven't played it I didn't play it today at all because when I got home from work and my wife got home at the same time, she wanted to play it and I was like yeah that's fine. So I played Tharsis instead and she played that. Um but the the good thing about that is too, like we can watch each other play it and not have anything spoiled. It's it's pretty much the different experiences bar a couple of things. Um Yeah, well that's the thing because I'm starting
1: to see just cuz I've got two people in my house who are also playing it yeah so I'm I'm basically at like at the moment at all times like looking at three different no man's sky feeds yeah and I can start to see like bits sort of lining up like some of the creatures they find I'm like okay my guys have that body yeah they've got that head but that's the nature of the spore you know pr- random generation animal thing where it just kind of goes uh, this head these legs that body that tail in a blender and it just mixes yeah and keeps spitting stuff out which is fine I don't mind that some of the creations the game has come up with have probably been the <laughs> worst things I've ever seen, like a horrible fish-headed dinosaur, like yep. like a fish head on like a T-Rex body. But yep. I didn't, I, I didn't even see this thing coming. I heard a noise. I'm like, what the what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I get smacked from behind. I turn around and here's this horrible monstrosity in my face. And I was just like, well, I'm getting in my ship and I'm flying off this planet because fuck that, fuck all of this. Yep. Just a match, burn it. Yeah, just burn it to the ground. I'm done. I wash my hands of this. I'm done.
0: That thing is horrible. (laughs) Um, I haven't had anything crazy like that yet. You'll get there, Joel. You'll get there. I know. Mine's all been like, all my animals have looked mainly like raptors at the moment, which I'm totally okay with. I named one of my planets Raptor, uh, Raptonia, I think I called it. But I I spelled it W-R-A-P-T-O-N-I-A. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. So you can name everything in this game. Planets, so,
1: animals, yep. plants, outposts. The systems you find them in yeah, as well. The systems, sure. Yeah, systems, yeah. It's the best um,
0: way to get money, honestly. Yeah, exactly. So that's how you get... Uh, that's your source of income, mainly. Apart from, I'd like, be, selling and trading things as well. It's worth clarifying that you don't have to name them. You can just upload the default names. Just, no. Yeah. Because um, I
1: have done it a couple of times. Sometimes I've been on a planet and, like, I just... I can't be bothered. I'm not going to stay here that long, so I'll just upload everything and just get the money and leave.
0: Yeah, or you're like me and you land on a planet you're like, this planet looks really cool. I'm going to name this planet after me. And oh, that Joel. planet sucked. It was a paradise Damn. planet. It called it a paradise planet. I'm like, sweet, awesome. No animals. The only the only resource on I could find was fucking carbon. And then I didn't have any fucking plutonium so I could use my launch jets to fucking fly back into space. Oh, I was mad. Was mad. Was mad, Kyron. Um... Planet Joel, full of carbon. Yep, yep. But it's, it's great to have that sort of thing. And, and it, once you name it, it's locked in. That's, that's, that's what that place is That's also kind of a,
1: a bummer sometimes.
0: Yeah, I know. I call. I think I called a plant the other day. I wanted to call it like fire something. And I accidentally hit okay. And I just called it fire. There's a <laughs> pla- to- On one of my planets,
1: it's just called fire. I was trying to name a planet tonight and I started typing in a name. Yep. And I accidentally hit R two, and yep. so we've got a planet just called like J A, just called Jar.
0: I'm like, all right, <laughs> see you, Planet Jar. Yep, catch you later. Later's. It's cool um, though. if someone was was to ever get to your segment that you're currently in and fly to that planet, it would it permanently says that you as the player has discovered that planet
1: yeah it'll say like Planet Jar discovered
0: by Lemon Man X and then I'll be like why the fuck did he call it Planet Jar (laughs) yeah exactly but it's it's cool like that it's so it it makes you feel so insignificant but it's also cool that you have your own little piece uh, and your own little like moment in history in this world and that that like just thinking about it like that the concept of that just makes me so happy I love it I love it so much so, earlier you mentioned relaxing as, like, a a way to
1: describe the game, and I want to bring up one part of the game that I find the exact opposite of relaxing. Okay. And it doesn't happen all the time. It happens sometimes, and mm-hmm. there are other points where it happens more frequently. The fucking Sentinels. Oh, yes. So, I have no real problem with them existing, but I don't like the combat, I don't like the ground combat, and I don't like the air combat.
0: Yep okay
1: i feel like they're kind of clunky it could be intentional and if it is intentional i guess that's okay but it just kind of makes every fight i get into feel like a chore on ground i don't mind so much because i was like "Eh, whatever i would have liked some fun space combat though and whenever i get stuck fighting the pirates or i don't know when i voluntarily decide to take (laughs) out some innocent people when you become the pirate i become a pirate and i get have to fight the sentinels uh, it sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of flopping around in space, like trying to turn and barrel roll and stuff. And I don't feel like I'm as maneuverable as they are. Yeah. It, again, it could be intentional. Maybe there's some better ships later in the game, but I don't know how that would really work.
0: Yeah. Look, I I I see what you're saying. I I have adjusted. It took me a little while, but not too long. But I adjusted, and I I fucking lo- the space combat especially. I really enjoy it actually. Um, having it, it gives you like an indication of like where to shoot, so you're not just aiming at the thing. So I know you need to aim in front of it. So it gives you like a reticle there that you need to aim to, and that that's satisfying because then you, you land like five or six shots and blow one up, and you're like, oh yes,
1: yeah. See that that part wasn't wasn't really a problem for me because I grew up on Star Fox and right. like Rogue yep. Squadron sort of games, and again, I'm not expecting Hello Games to like get that down but I kind of wish I could play it a bit more like a Rogue Squadron yeah or something like that because uh, that again we could get there through updates because this is just the thing, launch yeah. launch games so it seems like this is a, like Hello Games will be focusing on going forward yeah which is promising
0: so well, I'd love said to see that, that get tweaked they've said that their all future will just be like content packs it won't there's no paid DLC that they're doing for it it'll all be updates and content packs that they're doing for it which, which is awesome great. So good. Um, And I mean, they've obviously made so much money as it is. Um, You could only imagine. Uh, A lot of people are playing this game. Um, I think in the first day, they said that... I think Sean Murray put on Twitter that uh, over like 10 million new species had been logged in their database. Um, I saw Sean Murray tweet like
1: around launch stage. It's like he was... It was him just going, so I looked at how many people are playing the game and can we please... Get some people to stop playing the game.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, figure it out between yourselves.
1: That was like, yeah, that a picture really cool. of like their like server guy just with a blanket over his head. we he's <laughs>
0: like, nope, I'm done. That's right. Uh, it's like we've still got to do here. I think, yeah, we've still got it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, I, I look there. Like I said, like we said, it's not, it's not perfect, but it's pretty fucking awesome. Like it's, it's fun. A, like it's an awesome experience. If you're looking for something that's not, yeah. Typical sort of bland shooter that you know you may not be interested in playing this year, and you want something that's a little bit different that makes you feel makes you feel kind of relaxed and special and excited and in awe at some points. No, until you see that fucking awful fish head dinosaur chasing yeah. you down, and
1: yeah. all little bugs that it just uh, oh, will not bugs. let you go. Oh, fucking hate right. um, Some of these planets, man, they're gonna haunt me.
0: I landed on a planet, so we were talking about the sentinels, right, so they're, they're like little, like, they look like ghosts from Destiny, like sentinel things that float around, and if you fuck about with the planet and kill some of the animals, or sometimes even if you just mine minerals, they don't like that, uh, and you'll get like essentially like a, uh, a wanted level, and they'll, they'll call in reinforcements if you don't take them out or hide from them, uh, eventually if they get to, and there's ones in space as well, but they're, Eventually, on ground, I found that they get to a level... I don't know if you've encountered them yet or not. There's the little ghost Destiny ones, which are manageable and fine and kind of adorable when they're not trying to ha- hunt you down if you're doing the wrong thing. But then they spawn and call in for reinforcements, which look like fucking Voltron lions. I saw not a step big, but, like, they're terrifying. I saw a step beyond that
1: tonight Oh, my really? housemate. He had the two-legged ones. Oh... Oh, boy. No. And they, he, they, like, there was just not a whole lot he could do against it. No, 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 so no. So I'm interested to see how they kind of balance that, because that's going to piss me off a lot if I can't really effectively fight back against that le- that wanted level. Yeah, that's true. But again, it was terrifying, though. So mission accomplished, Sentinels. God, yes. Jesus. But I'm sorry, that Plutonium was mine. It was mine <laughs> like, by right. I needed need to get at a me planet. Like that. planet. It's like judging me. You're
0: like, I can't leave the planet without it. Like I'll go as soon as I've got it. Do you want me to go on or not? Jeez. Yeah. And it's um, like sometimes they just look at you and you're like, what are you waiting for me to do something wrong? Yep. They're so judgy. They just stand there and scan you up and down, and you're like, I'm not doing I'm just standing here. They're like you're loitering. No, I'm not. I'm moving. Not on. Go away, space police. Um but yeah, like there's alien languages to discover, there's interesting alien races to meet. There's ships to fly, there's ships to you know drool over that you go, um, I can't afford that yet. Um, it's just, it's, it's something special, it's something different and I think we need more of that, more of these original experiences. It's the same with movies and TV shows as well. We need more things that are original that aren't just adaptations or the next iteration in the series, which are fine, don't get me wrong. I like... I like franchises. I have franchises I really like and I'm totally okay. I'm like Borderlands 3. I'm chomping at the bit for that. But yeah, to have some sort of like different experience come along like this, I think it's it's definitely worth your time. If, you, if you're if even remotely interested in it, I highly recommend checking it out. That's that's my hot tip.
1: Like the important thing is when you go into it, just remember that it. It could only do so much. Like, it, yeah. it's not going to be the infinite space um,
0: sim that you wanted. No, it's not going to be, impossible. like, fucking... You're not going to be able to, like, live in this world and, you know... No. No, it's... they are The next update that they said that they're working on is for uh, freighter ships and base building, which is really cool. Tell you what, like, so
1: that confuses me. Base building doesn't seem like a thing yeah. that will inherently, like, sync up with this sort of game where basically you are, from the start of the game, taught that... That planet you're on, you're going to leave it and never see it again. Yep. So maybe Is, they mean that your freighter could be more of a base, which would be cool. Oh, well, that's interesting. I thought maybe that there's some
0: way of like having like a warp point back to your base.
1: Maybe. I would like to see freighters become like a... Because again, it's something I would love to have like a locker where I could store stuff. Yeah... Because sometimes I don't want to go and re mine five hundred plutonium.
0: It'd be cool if I had like a drop ship. So that's how you use to to enter into oh, planets man, and stuff yeah. like that. And then you fly back, and then you use that the big freighter to like warp to from like uh, solar system to solar you system. Know what
1: I like that. Imagine if you could call down resources if you needed some as well. Oh,
0: that'd be awesome. Order in a Titanfall, I'm like, <sighs> Yeah, um, it's cool. We can dream. I think we've I think we've we've, we've covered about. About everything we have with our first impressions of the game. I mean, we're only two days. You've played a lot more than I have at the moment. Um, oh, well, I, I probably logged an
1: extra session. You've you've jumped further than I did because I couldn't figure yeah, yeah. out how to use a goddamn hyperdrive. I
0: was I was I was I was off. I was like I've already have to like five or six jumps ahead. Like that was that was where I was when I finished playing last night. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. Um, I'm happy it exists. I think it's probably a good way to put it.
1: It'll be a fun little game to visit, like
0: revisit every now and again. I yeah, think, and I definitely like. I'll probably play it quite solidly for you know however long, and then once I drop off, it'll be the game where I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I don't know what else to play. I'll just play some No Man's Sky for like an hour. Like I'll just jump in, tinker yeah. around, and then pop out again. Yes, good good times. Hello, games. You you have you deserve all the uh, commendations coming your way. And Sean Murray, I just I just want to hug him. Every time I see him, he just looks like so overwhelmed by everything, and I just want to hug him and say, "It's okay. You made a good game. You made a good game. Lots of people like it. Lots of people like you. It's fine." Uh, speaking of games we like, should we move on? Yeah,
1: Joel let's 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 have a little let's let's drag it back. We're staying in a space. Yeah. Space is still a thing. Yes, uh, I just wanted to talk a bit about just Metroid. Just let's Metroid, man.
0: Let's do it. This is obviously going to be your your area of expertise. I have played some of the games in the series, but... Um, which not... games have you played? Let's start off with that. What, which ones okay. have you played? So, I've played Super Metroid. I can't even remember if i finished Super Metroid, to be oh honest. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I... Oh, jeez. I think I have. I've got it on my... I, I, I will go back to it. I'm pretty sure I've got it on my 3DS. I should get back to that. You would, you'd better finish that game. Um, yeah, I know I should. I, I love it. Um, I, I haven't actually finished a lot in the series, to be honest. I played... I finished... Um, not zero mission. The other one, Fusion. Fusion. Metroid Fusion, which is awesome. I loved Metroid it's a good Fusion. Game. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I finished Metro Prime One. Uh, I have played a little bit of two, and I didn't play three. Man, two was hard as hell. Yeah, two was yeah. From what I played of it, it was it was difficult. Um, and I played a bit of Blast Ball. No. Uh, oh fucking Blast Ball. <laughs> Uh, what else have I played in the series? I think that's about it. I just, I, I, haven't played a lot of it, but what I've played has stuck with me so much that I, I, I'm not like number one fan, know everything about the the franchise, person, um, but it's I love a very specific it. title. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and uh, I already know someone who has that title, so, um, but yeah, it's. I, I I there's something about it that's really interesting. I I I always love I love the character of Samus. I think mean, she's fucking badass. We need more she badass, is definitely a badass characters like that. Um she's but, like the OG one, man. Yeah, fucking A. Uh but yeah, fill Karn, let's let's have, let's have a, a a Metroid history lesson. Oh
1: boy, Metroid history, history lesson. Yeah. Well, I mean
0: we, we don't want to revisit
1: the history too much cuz yeah, I right. mean it's it's Metroid. But obviously it was it was an NES game. Yep. I actually never played the NES original myself because I was really young. Yeah. I was so young. I, I could barely play a fucking Mario Bros. game. <laughs> I can't imagine beating a Metroid. Jesus. Oh, But, um, yeah, Super Metroid was obviously, as I think I discussed earlier on in the podcast series. Yeah, yeah, It was kind of like, it was where I, was, I realized that, holy shit, video games can be more than just, you know, reaching the flagpole at the end of a stage, so to say. Mm-hmm. It can be more about experiencing the world, exploring it, getting sucked into the atmosphere, uh, just just through level design and music and so much more than I'd ever, ever expected. But uh, as good as Super Metroid was, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose like the one to focus on the most, uh, Metroid Prime, mostly right. because you've also played it. Yeah. But yeah. also just because it came after a generation without a new Metroid, mm-hmm. which was crazy. And we are also entering another generation like that right now yeah but to take second generation yeah well (laughs) to take a 2d platformer exploration game basically and turn it 3d it terrified me a very well-loved and beloved
0: 2d side scroller
1: yeah the fans were like begging for another entry in the series yeah so to take that and turn it 3d was crazy. and not only was it crazy, but for Nintendo to put that trust in Retro, who at the time was just a small Austin, Texas studio. Oh,
0: yeah. But look how it turned out, Joel. Oh, it's... Wow. That game still looks amazing. That game still looks just sensational.
1: And, like, even the original GameCube controls, like, obviously the Wii Remote version is probably the superior version, but those GameCube controls... Oh, so good.
0: Yeah, it works, like, you know... The Z targeting and things like that. It was just awesome. Uh, the thing that sticks with me the most about Metroid Prime is the, the soundtrack. The music Man. in that game is just. I still <sighs> will just hum like
1: the Talon for yeah music right? or like the Fendron of themes. Like, oh,
0: so good. It was, oh, it was, it, yeah, so eerie and disjointed, but so. I don't know. It's so hard to describe how I feel about that music. It's just really, really like next level, uh, like sound design and music in that game. Yeah, because much, much like Super Metroid, I felt the soundtracks
1: did very a very good job. of yep. Like, of you know, backing up the environment and the atmosphere. Like Talon 4's music is just when you like. I'm mostly thinking of the second theme, not the original theme it plays when you get there. Okay. But, but like, it's so nice to hear that, and like you look up and you've got like the the faint pitter-patter of rain oh, on your visor. Yes. Or sometimes when you fire, like, a lot of charge blasts, you'll see,
0: like, a reflection
1: of Samus's I face love that. In the visor.
0: Oh, I never paid it. I never saw it. I never paid much attention to it until I think you pointed it out to me one day. Um, and I couldn't not see it from then on, and I was like, I fucking love that good. little bit of detail. Do you have a favourite
1: area that you remember from Metroid Prime, or not really? Um, you were were you, like, awesome Chozo Ruins fan or... Chozo like Ruins were fun.
0: ...or I like the Chozo Ruins because I liked the, 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 the half-pipes where you could, like, use them all. Oh, yeah. And, like, do, like, sick tricks up them. That was fun.
1: Metroid, Metroid Tony Hawk. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, oh.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's a, like, there's a lot to love. Like, uh, just, I think the fan favourite would probably be Fendrana, just mostly because of the music. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there was some cool
0: stuff in there. is the ice... Yeah, yeah, it's the ice one. Yeah, the ice area. That was Fendrano was awesome. Um, so good. Yeah, I it's it's a really, really good game. It was the first game I got for my uh for my GameCube when you guys bought it for me. What a way to start. Oh yeah.
1: It's good. Um But yeah, like that. So the Metroid franchise is probably my favorite franchise. Right, yeah. I also wanted to take this time to to pull a pull a little corner of this podcast up and say, What the fuck do you want from this franchise in the future? Like it's in a weird place right now where We've got Federation Force coming out, which obviously the internet hates because how dare they not get the Metroid game they want. Yeah, well... And the last Metroid game was Other M, which some people didn't like, like at all. It was Personally, a- I didn't like the story. And yeah. And I did to Samus as a character... It was a
0: good game. Just
1: the the storyline was awful. Was, yeah, like, the gameplay... I feel like I really appreciate if I didn't just try and copy-paste the Metroid Prime formula. Like, yeah. Like, well, look... That's been done. This is a different game, so we're gonna try a different style. It was like a may mix may between the perfect. two. Like Yeah. Hmm. That was the thing, like the having the first person stuff was cool, but I feel like it wasn't handled very well. No. I would love to see a second stab at it.
0: Maybe with, you know, a different writer,
1: hopefully. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well geez, what is it with uh franchises that we fucking love that had their most recent games be good games but terrible stories? I know. It's disappointing. You fucking middle east love five. The thing, I guess the thing with Other M was it kind of
1: changed Samus as a character radically and no one really wanted that. No.
0: She was so lethargic. lethargic. She was you know, No, in, in oh, Other M she was just yeah. so blase about everything. For me,
1: for me, the biggest moment in that game where I was just like, shit, I hate what they're doing to the story. And it, again, it was from the start I hated that Samus would not use power-ups unless allowed by Adam. Oh But yeah. i let that for the most part slide. But when she was in the fucking heated area and she would not use a Varia suit, suit until Adam said, "Oh yeah, you can use a Varia suit now." I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is Samus, man. She doesn't give a
0: fuck." The worst like convenient plot device. I know. Ugh. It was a
1: the wor- I hated how that explained her using her power-ups it's like no she will use them when Adam says she can use them I yeah. d- couldn't stand it
0: it took away from the fact that she was this fucking awesome badass female character who didn't take shit from no one and was this like lone wolf bounty hunter and she's like oh, I can't do it unless this guy tells me I'm allowed to
1: it's yeah. not good like, the only one I'll, the only one I'll give a pass to is I can understand him not
0: wanting her to use power-bombs because shit man those things are ridiculous <laughs> they were fucking hectic yeah Like yeah, it made sense for some things, but just like it's like they just relied on that as a crutch and just was like yeah "Eh, yeah that that'll work for all of them. It's like no, it doesn't It doesn't make sense
1: because again, like the game itself was the gameplay was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, it was interesting, and you got to fight Nightmare from Metroid Fusion and yeah, fucking Fantoon was there as well. I'm pretty sure at the end. And your mate? (sighs) Yep, my mate. All every boss in that game was my mate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the ridley fight was interesting i kind of liked the start of it i know a lot of people didn't i didn't like it was weird seeing samus freeze up in front of ridley but hey man he he was dead yeah oh also fuck that stupid ridley growing from that little white thing that little white two-legged oh yeah that's
0: oh my god yeah i forgot
1: oh i blocked that from my mind Anyway, oh, like all back to me then. That's okay. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Where where do we go? Where do you want to go from here? Like do you want to see another Metroid Prime? Should we get like another weird other M sort of
0: game? Look, I I, I both of those are great. I'd like to see either of those. I just want another Metroid game to be honest. I it, I ideally I think I'd like a 2.5D side scrolling on the 3DS. That'd be One, good. That would be awesome, like a completely new entry in the series. Um Maybe utilize like because we've seen some of the games use like the sort of the depth of field three D stuff. Um, I think that sometimes be...
1: that really strikes me as weird, and I I guess it would depend on the environments that Samus was exploring.
0: Yeah, really. yeah. I, I it's I I don't know. There's something about like a, a link between a link between worlds. Yeah, link between worlds. Use that really well. Yeah, the depth of field stuff. I know it was a different style of game and a different you know perspective and things like that. But I don't know, like having sort of. Just by looking at the the if you're looking at like Super Metroid, the the backgrounds and all the the environment in that game, I think having some sort of depth to them would look really fucking cool. Oh yeah, definitely. Um if they did it right. And I think that they've got the, the capability to do it right. I think they've really sort of started nailing that sort of three D perspective stuff now with the three D S. Um I, mean, I guess we'll see. If the NX doesn't have three D, then <laughs> Well, that's true. Um I don't know. I I I just yeah, another side growing especially after playing Axiom Verge I'm like yeah this is awesome I really like this I just want to do this to Samus again there are so many like and again I don't I don't blame
1: them for it but there are so many Metroidvanias out there now yeah and every time I play one I'm like this is good fuck I want another 2D Metroid yeah just hook it straight in my veins yeah and I can play that forever until the next Metroid comes out yep but yeah, well, you know, I just, I just wanted to talk about it for a bit, man. No, i Metroid. totally on so board with it. It.
0: Dude, I know how much it means to you. And like, I, I'm not uh, nowhere near as uh, well-versed as you are in, the, in the, the franchise, but I still really like it a lot. Um, I have you to thank for that, for getting into it in the first place. But um, yeah, by all means, it's awesome to sort of hear you talk about uh, this kind of stuff and, and this franchise that you have such love for. It's really good to listen to.
1: I could talk longer, but I mean, we're getting long. (laughs) What I will say is, though, is if you're on Twitter, I recommend going over and following the, there's a a bunch of fans that made a, since Nintendo is not doing anything, a bunch of fans made essentially a fan account for the 30th anniversary, which is just at Metroid 30th. And if you head over there, they like post tweets, they retweet people who are celebrating Metroid in their own ways. And it's just, it's a feel good account and
0: go give them a like. follow. That's some good stuff. I like it. Yeah. Good times. Good times. It's a lot of good vibes on this podcast this week. I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. Um, Cool. Uh, Let's move on to some news topics, I think. Just got a few things we've cherry-picked. not a whole lot this week. Not a lot. Just got a few things we've uh, cherry-picked here. I'm going to start off with one that we're not going to talk about much because there's not much to talk about. Um, So the Telltale Games Facebook page and Twitter account recently posted a video... It was a uh, a commercial for a company that a fictional company that appears in the TV show Mr. Robot. Um, if you haven't watched Mr. Robot, holy shit, go and watch Mr. Robot because it's fucking awesome. I ah oh, I'm like two episodes behind it. I'm just I'm thinking about it now. I'm like I could go to bed at like seven in the morning and just watch them after we record. Um, it's it's so it's such a good show. Um, all about sort of like you know hacktivists and things like that in the future. Um, well, in the future in like the the now times, uh, really really interesting stuff. Uh, but this video is for a messaging service, the uh, E Corp, or Evil Corp, as some people refer to it in the show. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a messaging app that they've got coming out, uh, and apparently it's coming out next week. Uh, and Telltale That's Games, very interesting Joel,
1: mm. interesting timing.
0: Yeah, it is interesting timing. Oh, because it's yeah, Gamescom next week. Yep, if like, if it's it could happen. Yeah, I mean, holy shit! If if Telltale are making a, a fucking Mr. Robot game, you there would be a hole in my computer screen that I would like a wallet shaped hole. Well, don't do that because then you can't play it on your computer. That's fine. I'll play it on my PlayStation. It's cool. Oh, um, okay, good call. Yeah, see, it's fine. I've got I've thought this out. It's good. You got a backup plan? Yeah, yeah, I got backups, man. It's all good. But yeah, it'd be like a wallet-shaped hole through my laptop is like where I've just thrown my wallet at it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how it would work with that sort of series and that sort of uh, uh, property, but I'm—I tell you what, I'm fucking interested to find out if it's a thing. Um, you know what, man? Like
1: after Telltale did Tales from the Borderlands, I'm actually just willing to give let them do their yeah. thing
0: with whatever they want. Look, like. and the thing is, like you know, if they have a miss, it's like, well, cool. At least you tried. Like I'm not that's that's fine I'm not going to be like this is shit fuck you for fucking up the thing that I liked I'll be like nah it's cool I've still got the thing that I liked I've yeah still got hasn't it hasn't changed it it's still yeah. good um, but yeah I'm interested I'm, I'll be August 17th apparently is uh, that's when, around when Gamescom literally kicks off isn't yeah it'll so, be interesting so the video it, it goes through it's like a, like one of those like wanky bank commercials basically and it's like you know E Corp making the better of your future and at the end of it it sort of glitches out and says Evil Corp uh, like it kind of does in this show, and that's where the video ends. Uh, and I'm just thinking about it. It gets me excited. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope it's a thing. But, yeah, I just wanted to b- mention it. I just wrote, yeah, potential Mr. Robot Telltale game. Brief mention, I'm pumped as fuck because I am. I, I hope it's a thing. Um, Cross those
1: fingers, man. Cross those yeah, fingers.
0: I am. Fingers, toes, everything. Uh, speaking of important uh, dates coming up, there's a big one coming up. Oh, finally, Joel. It's yeah, finally happening. I might get eyes on this thing. Not the, not the thing that you're probably thinking about we're talking about. No. I still have no uh, idea about not. that. Um, PlayStation has really revealed that they're having a PlayStation meeting on the 7th of September. PlayStation meeting. I wonder what that could be about. Well, Joel, it's, it's a good thing they clarify
1: for the most part that they're going to reveal the Neo. They're yeah. going to reveal the PlayStation 4.5.
0: We're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to see what it's all about. The time is upon us. us.
1: Would you reckon we'll see a price? I mean, if they're gonna rev- do a big proper reveal, yeah, yeah. I think
0: we might price rev- uh, price and release date. Th- yeah, I, I guess the question is going to be the release date. Mm. Well, you'd think if they if they release the price, you'd think they'd have a release date to go with it. If you're looking at back on previous console uh, announcements, they've usually said that. There you go. Yeah, when they that's say true. they say one, they say the other. They go hand in hand those two things. I guess the question is, do you think it'll come this year? Mm. I mean yeah.
1: September 7th reveal for a like holiday release isn't much time but I mean it's not like it's a new console so it may not matter too much to them exactly
0: and I think because I still think that it's gonna it's gonna be the machine it's gonna be the console that you want if you want Playstation VR basically it'll work fine with your Playstation 4 but if you want the, the like the streamlined uh, VR experience you're gonna want a Neo which that's fine that's cool yeah, still cheaper like, than a I, like fucking PC. Like, exactly. You, if you're going to get a
1: VR, a VR headset for PlayStation, you're probably going to be waiting for the Neo as well. Because mm. I haven't heard terrible things about PlayStation VR on PS4, but I have heard that some areas it leaves a bit to be desired.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I, w- will you consider upgrading? I can't, man.
1: I have PT. That's I'm, right. I was I'm like, "Why?" It on my I was to think for a
0: second, and I remembered. I, I was like, "I knew there's a reason," and it just clicked with me. I
1: I can't give up that PT. Like, it's gone now. It's well, like, if I lose it now. I mean, it's not like I played it recently. But if I if I lost the ability to play it at all, <laughs> like,
0: it's gone. It's I'm gone. never getting it back. That's the thing. It's the digital age we live in. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to in see how much it's going to cost. I mean, we um, my wife and I have talked because we are. Uh, we've been sort of contemplating getting a second console and a second TV for a while now Um, especially and that that conversation has been a lot more prevalent since Overwatch has come out because we both really enjoy playing it Um, and it's fine Team of Six Team of Six well yeah that's the thing like we don't mind subbing in and out like you know because that game's so much fun to watch anyway like it's I I can't actually do anything else while that game's on because I'm drawn to watching it because it's so interesting to watch Um, but yeah like we don't mind subbing in and out but if we could play together like you said we've got we, that would be a full team of 6 for us but um yeah so i mean if the the neo's reasonably priced and i've i've got the money like I, it'd be something i honestly busy. i don't
1: think it's going to be super reasonably priced especially so bit
0: beefier. it's going to be the
1: like the pr- like the premium console that's what yeah, yeah that's that's the positive though, i reckon the ps4
0: price is, as as a general will slip a little bit well that's it yeah you know i mean eventually i i once i know a bit more about it and what it's going to do and what's so different about it that's eventually actually, i would like to get one
1: mostly a mystery
0: yeah we still don't know much about it which i guess we're going to find out on the 7th um yeah there's also been r- some rumors coming out uh about a new vita <laughs> that's going to maybe get announced this is a
1: very very big grain of salt like um, not even not a grain of salt like we're talking like a, a truck, it's like cool. a, a dump truck, the the dump truck part full of salt. Yep, yep, so much salt. Um, Sony barely cared about the Vita.
0: Yeah, well, look, I don't know. Who knows? They could fucking come out with something completely different. So at the moment, there's this, it's uh, like a, a patent for a 5 gigahertz wireless chip um, and referencing something called Trinity, I think. It's been... Yeah. Okay, so let's address that for first. So we had Project Morpheus was VR PlayStation VR before that got announced. The Neo is their new their sort of mid-generation console, which... Do you think it's going to be called the Neo in general? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think it will be. Yeah, so... But I don't know.
1: You can't... I wouldn't really... I don't think 4.5 will work either. No. I,
0: I don't know. Who knows? PlayStation Next or something. Oh, PlayStation some Four Plus. <laughs> oh, that's it. So it ties it in with the brand recognition there, man. Oh, um, shit. So yeah, so we've got Morpheus, Neo, and now this rumored Trinity. Now, here's the thing. This
1: this is obviously a rumor. It, it could yeah. it could be wrong, and I can't pick because it's it's so stupid <laughs> that it could be true, but at the same time, it's so stupid that I don't want it to be true. Yeah.
0: Look, I'm I'm intrigued. If it's a thing, I will like. I'll give it. I'll give it a bit of. I'll like. Okay, I'm interested. Let talk to me about it, because I love my Vita. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love my Vita. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's just, it's a little batshit crazy. Um, if it's if they anything. do that, like if they do that, do you think that will
1: that not necessarily in as like a direct assault on it? But do you think that might be Sony sort of coming after Nintendo with the potential of an NX reveal mm. in September well, as a
0: hybrid handheld home console thing? That's the thing. So that 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 uh, information that came out about that five gigahertz wireless chip kind of like alludes to the fact that it might have something to do with like a pairing device to do with the Neo. So yeah, I looking at it that way, and and if the the rumors about the NX are true, the fact that it is a handheld home console hybrid however that's going to work I, I i don't doubt it i mean look at the playstation move that i was, try to not look at it i know i uh, have one in a cupboard somewhere hey it'll be fine for once you got vr you you're halfway there man
1: i am because i've only got one controller
0: <laughs> yeah well okay um but yeah so i i definitely think that's that's a um a potential like trying to get the jump on nintendo especially because we've, we've heard fuck all from them lately so about apart from like yeah you'll hear about it soon it's coming out next year it's, all right they're biding their time man this is nintendo they need to say
1: something soon but nintendo will always march to the beat of its own weird but
0: charming drum yeah it's like a drum but it's made out of like shoes and then the shoes are also like wrapped in tinfoil foil. And then the tin foil is actually like different colors so it like catches the light and yeah it's it's fucking weird um
1: I mean if anyone thinks that Sony is gonna throw out a new handheld and you know back it up, I wouldn't get my hopes up
0: no i look i'm I'm interested but i I'm not optimistic about it uh, but I guess we'll find out seventh of september it's uh, and I think it's being live streamed as well, so I'm sure that we'll stay up to whatever ungodly hour. It, is being streamed and watch it um, well look
1: if it's a, if it's American time I would say it might be the usual sort of 2am for us
0: yeah yeah which that's alright we're usually up it's that not too we're bad we're usually up that time anyway so well, I am anyway we've done worse yeah uh, we mentioned about Gamescom before uh, there's one we're starting to get a little bit of information trickle out about what's going to be there PlayStation revealed what they're bringing to the show floor as well I think um, which is all your sort of standard fare that you would expect to see there um, but it wouldn't be an, a Dialogue Options podcast without mentioning the glorious Overwatch. Um, Don't
1: worry, we're not going to talk too long about it. We're not,
0: we're not. I basically, feel bad. Uh, basically, they've come out, uh, it got leaked, That oh, uh, well not leaked, it got revealed on a Russian website, um, on the Russian Overwatch website, that uh, a Bastion short is coming. So the next, uh, I guess it's the start of season two of the animated shorts, I guess you want to look at it that way. Uh, it's going to be about Bastion. And it's called The Last Bastion, I think it's called. Uh, yeah. And it's going to premiere at Gamescom. Uh, so we'll see that next week. and um, We can only assume there'll be a Sombra clue duck, like, snuck surely, in there somewhere. Surely. I mean, it seems to be like everything that they've released lately has got some sort of clue in it. So yeah. we'll wait for all pra- the... Practically. We'll wait for the ARG gods to... Um, to reveal it all, unless and we'll just sit back and like just go, oh yes, of course, yeah, cool, awesome, that's good to know. Um, but makes sense. I was saying this to you before. Do you think maybe we'll get a bit more of a a definite teaser this time? Like nothing confirmed, but like a, a little bit more obvious of a teaser.
1: Maybe I guess that because Blizzard seem pretty comfortable with like revealing Sombra as the community figures out the clues. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it depends how the community is doing.
0: Yeah, it's um. yeah I haven't checked in lately I haven't fallen down fell uh, fallen down that rabbit hole yet I usually like last I last I checked I still trying to like crack that code ah okay because I I usually like you know following along with like ARGs I'm not good enough to participate in said ARGs but I like following along with them um but I haven't with this one which is weird but yeah so new short for Bastion um yeah I'm interested to see a little bit more about Bastion um because I mean he doesn't talk, so we don't know what we don't know what his story is. We don't we know nothing about him, essentially. I know that I hate him. <laughs> wow. Hey, it's no no tracer.
1: Fucking tracer Hey man, don't Tracer's okay. I can handle Tracer. Oh fuck Tracer.
0: Um <laughs> anyway. Uh and keeping on the Blizzard bandwagon as well. It was recently there's a is it a rumour or did Blizzard say something? I actually didn't look this
1: up as well. I think It's currently a rumour as far yeah, as malware.
0: I think it's Like you know, a rumor that's got a little bit of weight to it, um, that a StarCraft HD is coming, so the original game all remade. I'm assuming in the StarCraft Two engine, you would think, Uh, or maybe a new engine. Who knows what they're doing over there? But um, yeah, so that'd be that's that's kind of cool if you know that kind of thing. I'm not. I'd like to be because the idea of StarCraft and the 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 concept behind it all intrigues me. But I'm terrible at RTS games, so it's just lost on
1: me. You got to get someone of Zerg rushes, man. <laughs> yeah, Those Zerg rushes. The you closest I
0: additional pylons, or Vespian gas, take your pick. It's it's um the closest I've got to to being a StarCraft player is playing as Diva in Overwatch. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's about as close as I get.
1: Um, All I can say here is, if Blizzard are going to do a StarCraft HD, please do Diablo 2 as well. Come on, for me. Be yeah. your buddy.
0: Yeah, well, well, hey, I think you were saying before that, like, you know, that, that it might be time for them to uh, start talking about maybe Diablo Four. Well, look, it's been a
1: while, and I doubt they're doing more DLC for Diablo Three. No. So, I mean, hey, BlizzCon's
0: a couple of months away. Who yeah. freaking knows what they'll do? They've wrapped up with all the StarCraft DLC now as well, or the, the expansions yeah, to so that. Done. So that's StarCraft's finished in terms of like StarCraft Two. The WoW expansion will be out already? Like yeah, it, I'm Legion sure. comes out next week, I think? It's very Something soon. like that, so yeah. They're, they're, who knows, honestly? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think Gamescom's going to
1: be really interesting this year. Um, Gamescom gets bigger and bigger every yeah, year. Yeah, like, More and more publishers are taking like taking more care with it, yep. so that's
0: good. That's really good. Uh, and from, from uh, one common topic to another, uh, another little brief topic, well, a, a brief... A new story we'll touch on as well. Uh, From Overwatch to Persona 5, uh, it was recently revealed that a European release date for Persona 5 has been announced, and it is exactly the same as the USA one, which is fucking awesome. So, Valentine's Day next year, get ready to uh, dive back into the world of Persona, or into a new world of
1: Persona. I'm so excited. So, they also, with this confirmation, they confirmed that. Uh, Europeans, which I, again, I can only assume includes Australia. Have to be. uh, Surely. We'll be able to pre-order the Take Your Heart edition, Mm. which America's also getting, which includes the soundtrack CD, which includes a selection of Persona 5 music. Give it to me. A four-inch Morgana plush. I want it. A 64-page hardcover art book. Shove it in my face. A steelbook case.
0: Love it. And a bag. I want it. I need it. I need it. I haven't bought a collector's edition, I I, I told myself I wasn't going to buy them anymore, because I, I and I haven't felt the need to, even with like Uncharted 4, I was like, yeah, I spent $210 on the Uncharted 3 one, I'm like, that was the point, that was the point where I'm like, oh, I'm done with this now, I'm pretty sure that was the last collector's edition I bought, um, that, and Borderlands 2, were the last ones I bought, the last big ones, and, uh, I, I love them, don't get me wrong, I thought it was, it was, they were great, especially the Uncharted 3 one was really cool, um, and I was like, no, nah, I don't need them anymore. So I'm just going to buy the game. It's cool. It's fine. That's what I want in the end. Um, Fuck, man. Like, when this
1: goes up for pre-order, I'm going to do it. Oh, I've shit, already got a yeah. special
0: edition coming my way in like a month's time. Holy shit. Um, you will not stop me from getting this. I'll fucking want it in my life. We've just got we to wait on EB to put up there a inevitable EB exclusive. Yep. Because yep. that's where it's going to go. And, I, yeah, hopefully soon we'll have a little bit more uh, clarity about whether or not the main reason the 14th release date is for us as well the
1: main reason I wanted to bring it up is not to talk about Persona it's just to tell everyone to go pre-order it yep just go do it like if you love JRPGs you're gonna love Persona 5 like I wanna see this game do better in Europe
0: yeah yeah that way we won't have to worry about having a maybe a split release date in the future
1: but that. thank
0: you Deep Silver for saving us like oh my god you're yes the, you're the best yep and again, like you said, it, there's nothing been confirmed for Australia yet. It's this yeah. is for Europe, but generally European release dates uh, that includes us.
1: Yeah, we're really lumped in with a European. I guess
0: I guess they they classify it because it's like the PAL region. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, the so
1: old, the old NTSCJ, NTSC,
0: and PAL. Yep. So I think that that's yeah. It's pretty safe to assume that we're going to be getting that on Valentine's Day, which is awesome.
1: So exciting! So Can't exciting!
0: Wait got yeah, RTX the week gets... before and then the week after is Persona oh, 5 God.
1: oh jeez oh, give it to me
0: lovely awesome well that wraps it up about uh, for news topics we got this week I'm just stumbling over my words again this week I'm no, just no, no, no. For
1: me, it's, I'm just so excited
0: yeah I know yeah, I'm just thinking about good vibes this week I'm loving the good vibes we're going to continue those good vibes with some questions two in fact from the same person so it's our good friend Sean, isn't it? Our good friend Sean, he's been uh, supplying us with the uh, the hot topics each week, which is great. I'm and loving And making it. us fucking think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's tough again this week. Um, so Sean asks us this week. First of all, it's universally acknowledged that games based on movies aren't usually the greatest. But when was the last time you saw a movie or TV show and said, "God damn it, this would make an amazing game"? So, uh, we had to think of a little bit about this one, and I had one that I was trying to think of, that so I'd said previously, I was like, there's a game I said recently that would make a really good game, uh, there's a movie, a TV show that I'd I said recently that would make a really great game, um, and I couldn't think of it for ages, and then I finally thought of it, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, my first one was, uh, I'd been watching a lot of Zombie recently, I still need to finish watching that series. Do it, it's good. Yeah, it's great, I love it, I'm loving it, um uh it's a really really cool show and i think iZombie would make like a great telltale esque like exploration adventure game with like you know dialogue options each... oh, hey hello, hello. hey look what i did there. Oh, i hate gosh. myself um <laughs> i didn't mean to i actually didn't mean to do that um but yeah having like each episode is like a a, a separate case like in the tv show as well like cuz each episode's centered around uh, one specific contained ca- case, but the whole series season has like an overarching storyline as well, and I think that that would translate perfectly to that kind of uh, episodic gameplay. So that'd be awesome. I'd like. I to would say, play the hell out of that. Yeah, that'd be great. Have all the voice actors in it as well. All the, all the actors do the voices as well. Um, yeah, I actually know that um, uh, what's his name. Raul, I think his name is Raul. The guy oh, who the one plays their assistant uh yeah. yeah the guy plays Ravi he's a massive gamer as it is and I think he, that's where I, 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 I originally heard the idea is he said he'd love to see like a telltale S game set in the iZombie universe so I'm like you are right sir that would be excellent um and the other option I had so that was my TV show you know I'd seen I had one for a movie as well and it just I was scrolling through movies I was like what have I watched that I really liked and really enjoyed that kind of has like a video game aspect to it um and everything was either already based around a video game or, or, like, had a video game based after it. Or, like, I thought, oh, Hardcore Henry. And I'm like, no, that's just video game the movie. Um, which is really, really, really cool. If you haven't seen it, go watch Hardcore Henry. Interesting watch. Um, I finally set on an answer. Dread. Good call. Yep. I, I was, like, I was thinking about what we were talking about before. And I was thinking, like, you'd have it, like, almost like a roguelike and we're saying like maybe first person shooter kind of like Doom because like you said like you're focusing on the weapons and like all the really cool stuff like that um, and then having it like as a roguelike so you've got like a hundred floors if you based it around the movie that just came out you had like a hundred floors to get to the top of one of those buildings um, and each time you died you go back to the start and there'd be like progression points along the, the way where you could like save essentially you pick it up back from like level 25 and then level 50 and, and keep going from there um, I'd play the hell out of that. It'd be
1: awesome. It'd, it'd be fun. Really fun. And again, as I said also before we started recording, it needs to be dedicated button. <laughs> yep. I am the law. Has to have that button to say I am the law. Oh, God. So good. Carl Urban was so good in that movie. I'm surprised at how much I liked that reboot.
0: It was so good. And
1: fucking Cersei Lannister's in it as well. Oh, my God. She is too. And I saw that Carl Urban wants to do a sequel
0: as well. Oh, Oh my god! Yes, sounds like no one wants to pick it up. No. I see it though. Jeez, It's ridiculous! I'll oh, make i well. Gavin Free worked on the slow mo on that one as well. Crazy. Rusevteas Gavin Free uh, worked on the, uh, the the slow motion stuff in that, which is quite a big part of that story. Um, Talented lad. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. So those are my two options. What about you, Karen? Oh
1: man, I really scratched my head over this for a while. Mm. Um, I didn't want to give my obvious answer but <laughs> which is just give me an open world middle earth game. Yeah. Just just give it to me. Yep. I mean, I'll I'll lose my life in that game forever. But that's too obvious so I decided to think a bit harder. Um following a similar vein to yours mm-hmm. I would I would play the shit out of like a telltale esque madman game. Oh. Like I love that period drama. It's still my favorite TV show. Yep, uh, it's over forever and that Void will never be filled, but I'd love to see like a, a Telltale esque take on the the ad world it represented. Like, there's, yeah. I think
0: that could be interesting. It'd be You'd like, yeah, it'd be interesting if they they did something like that because that would attract that would attract a different audience that might ne- not necessarily play video games that were fans of the series um and were looking for more. uh yeah, that'd be really interesting. It'd be a... Possibly a well, smart move, it, and it'd work it could as be, well.
1: It could be a big undertaking, but I think there's definitely a fun potential there mm. to have, like, to give players branching options for, like, the campaign, like, the advertising campaigns they would do for companies. Oh, yeah, um, that'd be cool. And Plus, I just want to see those characters again. Yeah, get everyone back on board as well. That'd be cool. Uh, if only. But, you know, we can dream. <laughs> uh, so the other one bad. actually struck me because of... Something you said, mm. um, I would love to see a not necessarily exactly like, but a papers esque, like papers please esque IT crowd game. Oh, yes! Like using that sort of uh, the visual style from the opening of IT crowd yep. combined with like, because paper please is kind of like a twisted, kind of funny, but uh, mm. take on the that a, profession. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that with like. The IT crowd guys like doing IT calls and just seeing more fun dialogue from those guys. Trying to they hide, so trying
0: to hide the fact that your computers on fire by pretending it's a screensaver, or getting stuck under
1: someone's desk because you're trying to plug something in, but it's a it's a girl and she's in a dress and you don't <laughs> want to look like a perv.
0: <laughs> I fucking love that show, man. That show is great. I'm so due for another watch of that. I need to watch that again. Oh, so good. It's on Netflix, but, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. to watch it again.
1: Good. um, And yeah, then the other one I thought of, again, because of something you said towards the end is, I just want to Cowboy Bebop something. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe a Rebel Galaxy-like game where you've got to go collect bounties and all that sort of stuff. Maybe not all ship-based, obviously, because <sighs> that was very rarely the focus of the show.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, I just I'd love to inhabit that world as Spike and... Just That'd be fucking, fucking cool. Sweet kung fu moves and fly around his ship and, and again, just be in the world with those characters would be
0: just so much fun. Yep, I'm just I'm I'm singing the theme song in my head at the moment. It's oh God, so catchy, the best theme song. I think it's probably my favorite theme song of all time. It's up there, but it's definitely it's like top, top five. God, as so as you hear that? And you're like, yeah, yeah. You always get pumped up, and that bass line. Oh, so good, so good. Uh, And our second question from Sean is: Which video game character would you like? Would you be best buds with in real life? This is an interesting question. Yeah, well, it made me reflect upon a lot
1: of the characters I like in video games. I'm like, oh man, yeah, I don't want to. I probably wouldn't want to be best buds with Cloud Strife or you know a James Sunderland or someone like that. Like, they're not going to be fun to hang out with. Even as much as I love Samus Aran. She's real serious, man, and she's got shit to do. And for the most I'm, part, I'm she's just going to
0: weigh her down. She's a, she's a bit of the strong silent type as
1: well. So, exactly, it's a conversation to be a bit one-sided. So I was just like, shit, I don't know, man. But I cheated. I cheated, man. I don't care. That's nah, all right. There's no cheating here. I just said the entirety of the Persona Four Investigation Team. Good
0: like, answer.
1: <laughs> like they they are fun people. Yep. I already feel like I'm pretty good friends with them. Yep, know the ins and outs of them pretty well. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know what? You know what I makes them tick?
1: I couldn't just pick one of them. Like you know, I had to have I had to hang out with all of them. Yeah, Chie, Yosuke, you know Kanji, Kanji, Naoto.
0: Oh. I, I look. I did pick two of them because um, <laughs> the answer to this question for me is two of them. I went. I went with, fucking um, Risei. Uh, Rise. Rise. My bay, I had to be friends with and her. You, yeah, you know we forgot her name there. I, I just, I had a mental blank. I sort of I'll like. Tell, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna second. have to tell her I'm sorry. No, don't do, don't do that. She's my friend. I like her. She's. <sighs> uh, but yeah, Reese and uh, and uh, Yosuke would be the, my two answers. I think for those They're just guys. fun characters. They're just the best. Everyone in that game is so good. Um, but I also thought about it as well. I I would love to hang out with and have a beer with Nathan Drake. That'd be awesome. You know, catch up with him, you know. Sully comes along as well. We sit there, have a few beers. Even Sam, that'd be cool. Elena comes in, she's hanging out. It's all good. That'd be good. Good times. What about Chloe? Is Chloe invited? Oh, well, Chloe wasn't invited back to, no- <laughs> to Uncharted Four. Well, <laughs> three. Or any um,
1: She was I thought she, Maybe I'm only thinking of a co-op She may have been in 3
0: Yeah oh, I
1: think it's so It's been a while I, I forget
0: a lot of Uncharted 3 Well technically she's in 4 as well And she's in the multiplayer But mm, True um, But yeah I think that, that, that'd be my answers be, I think that Drake would be a cool guy to hear, Just to hear him talk about All these adventures Like you know I mean I've played some of them But There's more That I'd like to hear about right? He seems like a fun guy yeah. But I mean that just means I, I in, in like realistic terms I'd just like to hang out with Nolan North. He also seems like a fun guy. Yeah. Nolan North and Troy Baker that'd be great. Oh, that'd be so good. I'm just thinking about that now just like oh, going to have a beer, get hanging out, talking about fun stuff and me trying what? not to fang, fanboy out all over him.
1: It'd be nice if they came our way.
0: Yeah, well, hey, well Troy Baker did. He came, yeah, true. came to Sydney, didn't and quite I make it all the way down here. Yeah, Perth. Uh, one day, one day we'll Next meet time. them. Because then technically we would have met Kanji as well. Oh, Kanji, yeah. OG Kanji, OG Kanji. Oh boy. Well, I reckon uh, I reckon it's time to wrap this puppy up. Don't you think? Sounds good. We had a we had a good one tonight. We did lots of positivity. I did. There was lots of positivity. I'm, I'm I'm a little tired. and I'm a little loopy, but I'm I'm feeling the good vibes. It was great, good times. I got to talk about Metroid, so I'm I'm satisfied. Yeah, we mentioned Overwatch and Persona, so we're all we've we've checked the, tech, go, the check boxes. Go
1: and go and pre Persona Five. Do it when it comes up, please. Just do it.
0: Do it. Don't make us buy like four copies. Well, we probably would anyway. I'm already buying two. Yeah, so. well, <laughs> you technically are. Awesome. All right, Karen, take us home. Alright, well, as always,
1: you've been listening to Dialogue Options. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, as always, I'm Kyron Morrison, joined by my lovely co-host... Joel McDonald. And you can follow me on Twitter, at LemonManX. And Joel, what's your account? At JollyMac. Oh, I see you're getting better. Nailed it, nailed it. Uh, I'm getting... Uh, I'm all over it, man. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Uh you can also send us questions or follow us over there at, at Dialogue Options, or you can throw us a like and comment on our stuff at Facebook, which is also Dialogue Options. Yep. Or as always you could send us an email, you know, people still send emails. Yeah, I man. get emails sometimes. We've got a couple of uh, questions which, from EL. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's dialogue options at gmail dot com. But otherwise we'll see you next week for our Tenth episode as we hit double digits. Oh, should we are we gonna do something fun? I don't know. Like geez, it's it's like gonna be the middle of Gamescom. Yeah, oh well. We
0: can just be like, oh Gamescom, celebrating. Hey, we t- we are not doing another bumper episode. No oh, god, no, god no. I'll fight I, you. I'm gonna if we, we talk about gamescom stuff, I'm gonna just cherry pick the stuff that, that was good. I'm not gonna go through every single fucking conference again. <laughs> we'll do a highlight. Not until E3 next year. Oh god.
1: Anyway, so yeah, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll let our amazing theme song by Azure Flux play us out. Strike bitches, get bitches. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
0: Catch up.